Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B bombas.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Two words, bat nipples. We saw Batman and Robin, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How did this go We're gonna have a good time Celebrate some failure Not just be a hater Can't you know you wonder How did this go Let's roll in the mediocrity Of subpar art Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am joined, as always, by Jason Manzukis. Hello, Jason. How are you, Paul? You are in New York. That is uh, the sound quality that we are hearing. But uh, but it's, it sounds pretty good to me, I think. I think so. I think it sounds just terrific. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, June is not here today. Uh, scheduling has made it impossible, but the show must go on. So we have two special guests instead of just one. Mm-hmm. Two. Uh, you know this first guy from, uh, of course, uh, Attack of the Show and the very popular Nerdist podcast. Uh, please welcome Matt Myra. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I just wish I didn't have to watch that movie. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, this is a, a friend of the show, somebody we're very excited to have. Uh, he does a bunch of things at UCB Theater. Uh, and we can say that you work for Marvel, right? Absolutely. All yeah. right, there we go. And he, he works for Marvel. Please welcome Jesse Falcon. Hey, guys. Thanks um, for having me. Very excited. Again. So, all right, this movie. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't even know where to begin. I think you know that you're getting into something amazing when the first shot is ass. It is like, it is, it's a gearing up shot and it's just bat ass. Boom, right there. No, and not, just, not just one, yeah. two. Oh, yeah, right. The Robin ass, too. They were both 
pretty well formed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, they're in very good shape. George yeah. Clooney and... Uh... No, these guys have great asses. <laughs> uh, well, I, I would dispute that, Manzoukas, because honestly, I went back and I watched that, you know, gearing up montage, which we've seen in, a, you know, yeah. countless action movies and specifically superhero movies. But they really took an extra couple seconds on both of those shots. I know people joke about this movie as being very homoerotic, but... It is. I mean, there's no denying this movie is ridiculous. The bat nipples. No, this movie is three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is three quarters on its way to being a porn parody of a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. The writing the, would have been better. The, yeah, the, <laughs> for the poor parents. Um, I do want to point out that the writer of this movie is Akiva Goldsmith. Dude, unbelievable. This guy is insane. <laughs> this guy's written so many amazing things. He ha- does he have an Oscar? He sh- he. I'm sure he has. Right? Or something. The I mean, man he no, wrote. This is this is all Schumacher all the way. Yeah, Schumacher, you know, like, I think, went nuts on this. Uh, he, you he know, put neon lights on the Batmobile. Why would you cover the Batmobile with neon lights? Oh, he put neon lights, and then when Bat, when Robin's. Robin cycle or whatever the fuck it's called opens up. There are two neon Robin signs on either side, just to remind you whose that is. <laughs> well, also when Robin crashes through a wall, it creates, it creates a Robin like a Batman. Oh my uh, god, thing. that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, this movie makes the Adam West Batman look campy. Oh god, you know, and honestly, and I felt that when I was watching it because I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. I actually remember seeing it for the first time. We were we were a f- couple of buddies of mine, our DC buddies counterparts. were like, oh, we have a screening of this thing. Come over and watch it. And we really liked the Batman series, you know, up until that sure, point. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was you know it was it, you know we accepted the fact that they were gonna you know kind of retcon each episode, if you would, or each each each. Uh, um, individual film by getting a new actor after Michael Keaton right. left the series. Then it became Val Kilmer. It was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Val Kilmer was awesome. It wasn't and bad. you have to remember, like, the, even watching that movie now, it's very campy, but like that was before they did Pet Detective 2. So Jim Carrey was at the height of his yeah. you know, comedic power, and people just couldn't get enough of him. So they loved that movie, and the movie did incredibly well. It made so much money. So, so Joel was just like, I'm just going to keep going in that direction and <laughs> really hit the gas this uh, time. You know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the gas without comedians in this one. Like, that was it. it was, like, he did not put any... I mean, he put Schwarzenegger uh, and Alicia Silverstone. Schwarzenegger, top build. Yeah. Yes. Villain is yeah. top build in yeah. a Batman movie. That was shocking to me. The other thing that was shocking to me is that all of his henchmen were basically Starlight Express hockey players. Yes. I, I said that the That's whole the fight thing. scene felt like I'm watching Batman on ice. It was yeah. like, this is oh, just yeah. a theme park show that oh. was shot a little bit better. I think that was part of the pitch when Schumacher came in. It was like somebody was like, this is going to be just like a Batman movie, but think of it as Batman on ice. And then you just know that like, we sparkles came out of just signed a deal with Six Flags. We have to make it work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, and to, to, to that point, th- yeah. this is the other thing that I really noticed about watching this film is is that you know I'm very conscious of product placement. And I don't mean like you know the Coke can in Ghostbusters when yeah. she opens up the fridge. Right. I'm talking about stuff that toy companies uh, specifically asked to be in like to be in the film. Yeah. This film really wasn't so much a movie, a Batman movie as much as it was a feature length Power Rangers commercial. Oh, it was or absolutely a, a, a episode. toy commercial. It was absolutely a toy commercial. There's so many I mean, there's literally a line I I believe I have this. Are we going to play the Poison, Poison Ivy, Ivy yes, one? Yeah, yeah, I have that. <laughs> like listen to this. No, no. 
First you're gonna tell me where Freeze is, and then you're going to jail. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's why every Poison Ivy action figure comes complete with him. Which is a bold-faced lie. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> Every right. Poison Ivy action figure. By the way, we're getting a little taste of Uma Thurman who plays Poison Ivy. Her subtlety oh in this God. movie oh, is no, on par. Got, there was obviously a Greta Garbo plant that <laughs> bit her at some point. <laughs> yeah, that was funny because she was like a mousy little girl yeah. at the beginning. And then playing it fine. somebody pours a mixture of chemicals on her and she completely becomes a different character. Oh, yeah. hey, yeah. fellas. You want to <laughs> like, come up and see me sometime? <laughs> <laughs> she does have like a crazy line where she's like, uh, my blood is aloe it's, and my lips are poison. It's like, like whenever Kate Mulgrew got trapped in the holodeck. That's <laughs> <laughs> her delivery. <laughs> oh my God. Um, a movie as a staple right away of a bad movie, which is there is a surfing scene right at the top. Like they're in oh, like a little. Oh, like, no. I was watching it uh, just this morning, as a matter of fact. And uh, when the. When Mr. Freeze's car starts tilting up, I'm like, that's not a rocket ship, right? That's they're not what gonna, I said. They're not going to take a rocket. He's not taking a <laughs> rocket. And then a fucking jet fires, yeah. and they're in a rocket. Also, Schwarzenegger's in hand. A museum. In a museum. In a museum. Rocket is in a museum. Right. Well, he drove it in there. He was ready. But if you do, if you ever happen to see this again on television, just pay attention to Schwarzenegger's terrible space work with joysticks. <laughs> <laughs> Doing nothing. Oh my God, that's By funny. the way, I want to talk about Schwarzenegger's car. He is Mr. Freeze in the movie, uh, which means he says a lot of freeze puns. We'll get to that probably yeah. a little bit later. But his car looks like... Um, I don't watch Doctor Who, but what are those robots in Doctor Who? Like the, the Cybermen. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. Does it look like it has all the things? Yeah, it looks yeah. like that. It's or a Dalek. Yeah, a, a Dalek. Dalek. Yeah, a Dalek, yeah. yeah. And it looks like, so it doesn't even look like a car. <laughs> it, I don't know why it has all these like bullet things out of it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and Gotham City in this movie, like Tim Burton made a cool, dark Gotham. It looked a little bit interesting. This one, they have like statues that are hundreds I'm of gonna feet I'm going to fight you on this. Yeah. I do, you I like, do the- like the super gothic... Gotham City. Like I, I like mean, the giant statue. I don't what I don't care for right. is that gangs love blacklight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. In both movies, both yeah. Schumacher yeah, yeah. movies in the last so one. Much, so much of this stuff has like elements to it that seem to me like Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals. I genuinely <laughs> feel like Absolutely. whether it's like the Starlight Express kind of like running around guys on roller skates or ice skates, I guess is what it is. Or like that crazy, yeah, black light neon makeup that people are wearing. It's crazy. I just want to be at the meeting where Freeze decides this is what you guys are going to wear. You're going to help me <laughs> <Yep>. out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, like it, it, if you watch, really gooning for Mr. Freeze is one of the shittiest jobs oh, you can God. possibly have. Because it's like you know they all have to they all have to sing the I'm the Freeze Monster oh, yeah, song. Yeah, Freeze Monster. And and then, and then what what are they eating? They like tongues are all stuck to frozen dinners. Yeah, this is that are re- solid ice. The best shot in the movie. It starts off on two like was it like a polar bear feet like uh, yeah, slippers yeah, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, tapping <laughs> along and they're watching and you pull up on his polar bear robe a polar bear robe because he, lo- oh, <laughs> he it's so dumb it. it's so dumb and he's leading a sing along to oh. like that um and Basque heat yeah. miser yeah. song and he's like sing sing like yelling at them to sing along with the Mr. Freeze oh, from that it God. makes no sense well, well to, to even add insult to injury here is like he has to wear that mechanical suit to keep himself alive and when he takes it off he wears clothes that will make him warmer <laughs> yes. you know, which is like yeah I, I, I don't know. and is it Vivica, Vivica, Vivica it was it Vivica A. 
Fox. Vivica Fox yeah. is the, like his yeah. lady, yeah. Hench lady. Which the whole logic of Freeze in this movie is so fucked up because, it, you know, at times he's like, I'll kill you, I'll rip your bones out. And then <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, Batman is like, hey, listen, man, I know you just really hey, want to save your wife. <laughs> he's like, really? And then he's like, oh, I'm a good guy now. Like, like how did he make this hairpin turn, you know? I don't even understand what if, that Mr. Freeze in this movie has no plan. Really, like he's just no. He gets cut into I a think plan the later most on. compelling villain in this movie is uh, Poison Ivy's boss at the that wants to sell off the Bane Super Soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which yeah. is uh, which <laughs> is that, that great guy from Smallville? <laughs> yes. yes, John Glover. Yes. He is appealing to the United Nations. <laughs> yeah. uh, I loved those five character actors they had standing in the balcony, like oh, one black God. guy, one Chinese guy. You know that like, they are all dressed like that in their headshot. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> They're the, the most uh, racist view yeah. of the world. Um, yeah, but there is no plan. Like, just to point out, there is no plan. Mr. Freeze is just going around. No, no, no. His plan, which cracked me up, is to get money for research. Oh, that's yeah. his plan. <laughs> Not like he doesn't want to. He j- holds them ransom instead of selling the billions of dollars worth of diamonds he's stolen. He decides to freeze Gotham City well, ransom. Doesn't he need the diamonds in order to power his stuff? Yes. Right, but that's what he needs. He needs it to power that. I'm now. I'm talking about the plot of Batman and Robin. Please, uh, please he, get into he, it. He needs it to uh, power his freezing engine, which will freeze Gotham City, which we will then hold ransom so he can get billions of dollars for research. Uh, thank. Thank you for clarifying that because I did not get that, and I am I am happy to now know that that I really feel this. I, really I fully missed that. <laughs> Me fully too. Missed but that. he could just cut I out mean, the middleman and I sell get diamonds. The frozen wife part. I get the part where he needs to make his wife better. Yeah. But I could not understand what the fuck was going on because I was so confused by the idea that the most powerful fuel source in Gotham is diamonds. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Everybody seemed to want diamonds. To fuel something. Yeah, what? People, well, I mean, look, when you have, when the number one reporter in Gotham is a gossip, gossip com- reporter. Yeah, gossip comes. I'm here with Mr. Bruce Wayne. My personal friend, Mr. Bruce Wayne says. She was way overused in this movie. Like, I, why did they, why did, was there two scenes that they needed that You know character? that that woman, that woman exists in reality. That actress is that woman, yeah, and she is yeah, best yeah. friends with Joel Schumacher. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you can, Oh, Joel, baby. It's, put me in the yeah, movie. Yeah. And, and her sister, gossip, Cindy Adams. Uh, gossip Gertie is her name, played by the lovely <laughs> Elizabeth Sanders, who um, who only who's only been in who's only been in the two Joel Schumacher Batman movies. What did I just tell you? Did she plays the same you? character in both yep, movies. Yep, Gossip Gertie. It has to be right. She also was in Batman Returns as Gothamite number four, but I imagine that has no lines there. So yeah, I think yeah. that she could be a friend of Joel Schumacher. She has Probably to be. right. She I, has to be. I want to I want to get back to something for a yes. second, just because this is a fun little tidbit of information. Mm. The the, the scene at the top of the movie where they're fighting in the museum and then they blast off into low orbit and uh, and then and use the escape hatches uh, the as dual, surfboards. Yes. When yeah, Robin gets to say... Doors, just the, the doors. Just the doors. Yeah, just, yep. the, just the doors. Yeah. Robin goes, Cowabunga! Yeah, yes, he yes. said that. Yes, he did say that. So he, he co-opted a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line there. But that <laughs> that scene was described to me uh, in a very very early days before the X-Men movie ever got made. And the, the executive producer of the film had this 
this idea that at the end of the X-Men movie, uh-huh. uh, you were going to see something like you had never seen before, I have to say it in his kind <laughs> sure. of accent, because this guy was an amazing salesman. He's like yeah. one of the greatest salesmen in the world. And he was like, at the end of the movie, you're going to see something like you've never seen before. It's going to be Wolverine and Sabretooth up on the top of the mountain and the snowboarding down and the claw fighting all the way down to the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> so that scene almost happened. And claw in, fighting. Yeah, claw fight. <laughs> almost happened in X-Men. So. I will say that it is, we always are looking for signs of a bad movie and surfboarding, uh, surfing like is always a, a clear sign. It like was, co-opting oh that It culture. was bad before that because the uh, immediately when they're in the Batmobile, when uh, Batman now is in the one-seater Batmobile, the 27-foot-long <laughs> Batmobile. That looks really like a right yeah, I mean, it yeah, really does yeah. look like an ambiguous gay duo. Yeah, it does. Totally. Commissioner Gordon comes on and goes, there's a new villain. <laughs> I wrote that a new villain. <laughs> a new to villain. trump that. To trump that. When he when Batman meets him, he's like, "Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman." Like what fucking superhero? What Dark Knight goes? Hi, I'm Batman. He calls himself Mister Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> and we completely skipped the fact that they look at each other, click their boots, and ice skates. Pop yeah. Oh, <laughs> because you never know when you need to ice skate fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, they just leave the. They just see the bat signal, so they're leaving on an, an ordinary crime fighting thing. Yeah. They don't bring, know that they're bring getting... the bat boots with the uh, with the make sure that has the ice skates inside. <laughs> and and this is a, this is a dig at Warner Brothers a little bit. That that movie was made in what 1997. Yeah. Uh, yes. So it, that was the closest we've come so far. Mm in film to seeing World's Finest. And there's one line where he says, now I know why Superman works alone. And I'm like, that's the fucking that closest, the closest we've come to see Superman and Batman is mentioned on Superman. screen together. That's God. an atrocity. Can uh, can we talk a little bit about, uh, I feel like the whole movie is like they left the camera rolling or they, they didn't make the cut as quick as they needed to. Like there's always like a, an awkward beat after like the final line is said. Like there's, like there's one scene in particular where Alicia Silverstone shows up as uh, as Barbara, Barbara the dot of yeah, the she's niece. Now of, she's Alfred's niece. She's British. That's, uh, her parents are British yeah. and she's Alfred's niece. But she she came, she came from school in England. Yeah. Mind yes. you, Alfred's sister's got to be as old as Alfred. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Elise is like eighteen. Yeah, um, oh. she comes in and they're like, "Can she stay? Can like basically like, can we keep her? Yeah. Can yeah. we keep this girl?" And they're like, "Okay." And then they just like cut on one person's face, cut on another person's face, another person's face. No dialogue. It's like shaking their head and just yeah. smiling. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's no. It's like it just seems like I've, I almost felt like should I leave the room? Also, like I, this is over, right? This this is the movie where we figured out that Alfred must cut both their hair. Like Robin <laughs> and Clooney, they have the same fucking haircut. <laughs> it makes sense. He takes care of them, gets their bullet wounds. I also like that um, <laughs> that the back computer in this movie is just a Mac. It's a Mac. It's, it's just a Mac. It's not, not even a fancy one. It's, it's just a regular Mac. No, but the hard drive icon's the Bat logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's weird that they make moves like that. Like like all the other computers in the fucking Bat Cave or yeah. bat, like they have yeah. Bat iconography yeah. all over them. Uh, but the, they have a Mac. But but when they start bidding, fucking Batman pulls out a credit card. Oh god! That's Batman Returns. It actually no, said no. Batman. Re- what it's is it? It's Batman, Batman. Good through 
forever. forever. No oh. expiration date. Yeah. Like it was good oh through forever. The Batman credit card never leaves the cave without it. And, like, and I yes. know that. And oh I, my god! And you can make the argument. You uh. can definitely make the argument. Like, oh no, they're they're trying to be campy, but they aren't. They do they do some things that are super campy, and then some things that are super serious. Like Alfred's dying in yeah. this movie, yeah. and that's oh, oh, yeah. dealt with like. Alfred's dying, and we have this is a big deal. But then there's back credit cards too, so it's like it makes no fucking uh, sense. There, there, there's even another level to it, and and I'm glad we got onto the Alicia Silverstone introduction yeah, because yeah, there was something that was so fucking disturbing to me about uh, Robin wanting to like seemingly fuck her that just seemed like a brother wanting to fuck a sister. <laughs> like, and, he, and it's just like, hey man, like just leave that alone. He's like, I can't, man. I just gotta. <laughs> I gotta fucking taste that shit. Have you seen you know? my cod piece lately? It's yeah. much bigger. Yeah. The cod piece is bigger every day. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words Eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you. Found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. We haven't even talked about the fact that Bane is in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Forgot all about Bane. Like, like, like the reality is like, the main villain of the current Super uh, Batman movie is this crazy, weird cartoon character in this movie. Yeah. Oh, I mean, beyond car- like he 
He look. He looks like a toy. I've yep, never yeah. seen a, a character look more like a toy. And he has the best. This lines. is by that time the Nightfall series had already come out, right? Yeah. He'd already Bane had killed Batman, essentially broken his back in yep. the comics. So you're in for this, like, oh, Bane's in this movie. He's gonna do something awesome. And Bane is just a guy who goes like, how about bomb, that? How about that bomb. fucking photograph? Of them coming off the plane, Casablanca style. Oh my oh, god! Oh, oh my big god! And it's just like it looks like his face is photoshopped. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's basically they took like the bad disguises of like the thing from uh, from Fantastic Four. No, like, like, or if you opened it up, it would be the little rascals on each other's yeah. shoulders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bane is Bane, the worst. What about when Bane fought the Glow in the Dark gang? Oh, he just essentially, it's a two move, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a two move fight where yeah. they whip him with chains and he throws them all and they run. Yeah, yeah. They just run out of their home. And, yeah. and, <laughs> uh, and Bane basically, like, uh, he gets, you know, the venom shot into him and that makes him Bane. And uh, he goes from like a little wimpy guy. Yeah. He basically just blows up on steroids within a second. I'm not, yeah. uh, well, I don't know all about Bane's backstory, but is that how it happens in and, the uh, comic well, book? It's not far off. Yeah, I oh, mean, really? he, he not, does, yeah. he, he uses the one thing when he hit the chest yeah. and he got more juice he'd become yeah. more powerful but yeah. like the thing is they've been working on that guy for years to get him to that size yeah. but uh, um, he didn't just he didn't just <laughs> it's, it's, basically drink some potion and turn yeah. it to uh, he's the second or the first character in the movie that you see because you see all three of the origins you see his origin yeah. you see the, the making of uh, Poison Ivy Poison Ivy and, and Mr. Freeze each one of them is doused in chemicals yeah. and then becomes this super villain yeah <laughs> I just like it's like the it's easiest a, fucking out, you know. It's, it's just like, like it's just the Joker thing over and over. Hey, yeah, you yeah. fall into that, and yeah, you become yeah, like, yeah. hey, you fall into some plants, and you become that. Uh, yeah, you fall into thing. Yeah, and 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 Schwarzenegger falling into his vat of ice. I don't know what the yeah. value. No like, one knows. Oh, about so. But I really enjoyed like his his small performance as Victor. I thought was like, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Nobel hair. Prize winner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what he was a doctorate of. I think it was icy puns. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of puns, I do want to play. I know that you probably have seen this clip online, but it's worth just listening to for a second. It's a combination or a compilation of every uh, freeze oh, pun. Super cut. Yeah, super, super cut. cut. Freeze puns. <laughs> Tonight's forecast: a freeze is coming. Allow me to break the ice. Okay. You are not sending me to the cooler. Freeze well. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! There's like no follow-up to that either. Just a cool bird boy. Let's kick some ice. Show some mercy. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. Alright, everyone. Chill. It's a cold. Alright, we get you get the idea. Cool what I do party. like listening to those is that he goes really the extra mile and something like yeah. what killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, well, all right, yeah, uh, I guess yeah, I say just global <laughs> warming. <laughs> probably a meteor. Right. I mean some of evolution. <laughs> um <laughs> oh my so gosh. bad. It is so the just just the thought. That Schwarzenegger must have gotten $20 million. $25 million, and he's only on screen for 25 minutes. A million dollars a minute. And when he is regular Victor Freeze, um, they had, like he's watching a video of himself giving his wife a necklace. Well, like, where was that video camera? This is like a personal it's, moment. It's just like Bruce, who remembers everything third person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh Alfred, when that I fell. So All of his like, weird shadow memories <laughs> of Alfred tucking him in and stuff. And oh. by the way, 
Coolio alert. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Coolio shows up for a, a motorcycle race. Because, oh, yeah, Alicia Silverstone got kicked out of her boarding school for racing well, motorcycles. I mean, of course. That's, that's definitely against the rules of that school. Yeah. <laughs> she was there to study computers. Oh, she's uh, really good at computers because she, when she's guessing Alfred's password. She's yeah. the worst ever uh, at yeah. guessing a password. <laughs> types in England. England. England is one yeah. of the password England? guesses. Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too is like she gets the, the other. This is the other thing. Like fucking Batman's supposed to be the greatest detective on the planet. Sure. She shows up. He's like, who the fuck is that? Like you don't know yeah. all of Alfred's extended family. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then. Uh oh yeah wait you're at what school oh yeah because I read it on your jet like you he should know everything about her by the way you know? yeah there's there's only one person arguably in Bruce Wayne's life that he cares about would be Alfred yeah so you figure he would right. do a little bit of due diligence yeah. I mean like oh so you have you have someone you're connected to yeah. in your life he, he, uh, would, he would know that Alfred's brother is the Maharaja. Alfred of the Maharaja yeah. it's like a family of uh, butlers you know it's just uh, like uh, manservants incorporated. <laughs> Hey, hey guys, about three quarters of the way through this movie, the fight sequences start having cartoon sound effects, right? Oh my god, oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, and I forgot. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. No, that starts early because the dinosaur, when the, when the statue of the dinosaur crumbles, it roars. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if anybody caught that sound. Okay. Oh, you know what I totally forgot about? The fucking Fred Flintstone entrance of Batman. Oh, yeah. He, he slides, slides down, down the back of a dinosaur, pops off his tail, just like the opening of the fucking Flintstones. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like whooshing. Well, it was five o'clock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird that he did punch his time card into the dinosaur's mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Joel Schumacher. Oh, man. Uh, the. Oh. What was it? They were um, those day glow skeletons when they did have that fight. Did I see this? They were hanging out in the Turkish baths. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> Turkish baths. Yeah. Closed <laughs> Turkish baths. They're in a bathhouse. They made totally normal. Totally normal. Let's hang out. All the bad guys hang out. But <laughs> yeah. Closed Turkish baths. <laughs> Not a gay thing at all. Not gay at all. Not gay. I also not love gay. that in this reality of Gotham City, the police cars have not been updated since 1933. Yeah, that's yeah. another are... thing. It's like they, I feel like they're like, oh, we like this Tim Burton thing. It should be weird. But no one had an idea of why it was yeah. good when Tim Burton yeah. did it. It yeah. was like, yeah, it'd be like old car, super new computer, and you have high tops, you wear old ties. It's like, it makes <laughs> Alfred's no... Max Headroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh. This is my favorite scene of the entire oh. movie. I just, did you? Pull yeah. a clip of the scene. I did. Yeah, I actually it's, did. It's, it's just so fucked up that it's like it's like they went through a bunch of pop culture things like cartoons and Max Headroom and fucking old Batman shows, and they're like, just put all of it in. Just, uh, just shove it in. Yeah. It just feels like someone just shoved everything but, into a bag. Like, yeah, yeah. just sit on it, cram but it down. Joel, get Joel in it there. doesn't uh, fit. It doesn't fit. I don't, Joel. Ca- I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> no, it kind of hurts. The nipples. <laughs> Bat nipples. Oh, man. Oh, no, wait. Man. Play the clip of oh, yeah, okay, yes. computer. So, yeah. This is uh, Alicia Silverstone is kind of bored one night. She finds the bat cave, and this is what happens. One of the most preposterous things of all <laughs> After time. she breaks into her dying uncle's secret to his brother. Yes. Here it is. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Identify. Identify. Uncle Alfred, it's me. Barbara. I expected you might find your way down here, child. As such, I programmed my brain algorithms into the bad computer and created a virtual simu- simulation. I'd like to help Batman and Robin. I anticipated you would, and took the liberty to create something in your size. 
now she becomes Batgirl. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 programmed a thing like he's like imagine recording that day like all right well and if she comes down here and she wants to know I'll have to answer that she just wants to hang all right I'll have to yeah. answer that oh she needs a costume <laughs> like it's the like that's how she becomes Batgirl just like oh yeah I, I thought that uh, this might happen uh, and also I love the way the fact that Barbara reacts to Alfred as if he's a person not yeah no like, no it's, like, it's yeah. me yeah. 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 Barbara why can't you see me with your eyeballs. <laughs> That are clearly in front of me. <laughs> Why are you being so mean? Oh, God. Why is your voice skipping? I did not remember how, like, un- like I don't know. There's so much. There's so like, it, like you said, it's like falling in a vat. It's like, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You got a costume. Yeah. Uh, and she, n- not only there's no training. She's yeah. shown no skill besides motorcycle no, racing. Well, she flips Robin over in, oh, the, okay. in the garage. And, and if I may, yeah. uh, in the previous film, okay, Batman yes. Forever, the only training, by the way, the only surviving two members of this fucking cast are Robin and, and uh, Alfred. Alfred's the only Alfred yeah. all the yeah. way through all yeah, four yeah. of these things. In the previous film, when Al- uh, Robin's family is killed uh, and Bruce Wayne takes him in, um, Alfred sees him cleaning his clothes in the in the right. in, in the room where they've got the washing machine, and he says, "Oh, do you want to use the dryer?" And he's like, "No, dude, man, I've got my own way of drying clothes." And then they cut to this fucking insane montage of him like using his wet clothes as like nunchucks and like you know, like <laughs> draining the water out, yeah. and like that was the extent of his bat training, like cl- drying his. He clothes. did Karate Kid of drying. Well, like, I mean, yeah. he, dry, he dried them really well. Saved a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you realize like like and then like you said like Batman Forever people are like that was a good movie I like that one well, so much that they gave them a hundred and twenty five million dollars to make this movie that's did, how much did this- you I was reading about the movie and they the dailies were coming back to Warner Brothers and they were so happy with them they signed Joel Schumacher for another movie yeah it was gonna be a scarecrow movie yeah. yes that's but right like, with Jeff Goldsmith yeah, or Gold Jeff Goldblum yeah. excuse me so my question is how, Warner Brothers must have just like, I mean, the dailies couldn't have been better than this movie. I just think maybe the dailies didn't have sound. <laughs> <laughs> looks cool. It looks good. It looks cool. It looks really cool. You know what? I think when you see the dailies compared to the last film, like, it, it really doesn't, if you take the individual segments, they don't look that different. Yeah. You know? Uh, the thing The thing that really makes the previous film watchable is Jim Carrey. Yeah. You know, right. Jim Carrey's true, kind yeah. of funny in the movie, you know, and it's like he does the best with that material that anybody could possibly yeah. do and kind of makes it enjoyable. Um and I, there's still lines that I crack up at, but but there uh but this there's not there's none of that element holding it together. And if you're going to be that campy, you need to be funny. And they they weren't. But they, you know, they had all those elements. It's like they had you know, no. I mean, they had nobody uh, being. Fu- I mean, I mean, I guess Mr. Freeze. But there's little to no logic in this movie either. None. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even the, like we were saying before, the, even the puns don't even make sense. Yeah. At a certain point, it's like there was one pun. It was like some of them aren't even puns. Yeah. Like, yeah. One, you know, like some of them are just riddles or statements. <laughs> if revenge is a, be- a yes. dish best served cold, then put on your Sunday's, Sunday's finest. finest. Like what? <laughs> What are you talking well, about? Know. Hang on, Freeze. I don't what follow you. What am I doing? The Iceman cometh, and I was like, "Is this like a Eugene O'Neill reference? Like, the, <laughs> like the play?" The, what, what, what? the funniest line to me in this entire film is uh, right after Batgirl appears to Batman and Robin. She says, "Bruce, it's Barbara. I found the Batcave." <laughs> <laughs> like so dumb, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, because he goes, who are you? She's like, 
Batgirl. She goes, isn't that a little un-PC? Bat, like, and bat then she person get, or hey, bat woman? Yeah, and then she gets like a friend. Like, no, Bruce, no, no, no. It's me. Barbara. Like, Barbara's only- Well, it's obviously you don't know that it's me. I mean, I'm covering a square inch of my face. You couldn't possibly My be hair is out full. Oh, man. Which is another fucking crazy move because, all right, Alfred designs a suit for her. She yeah. goes out. She helps those guys. They get their ass kicked. But then Alfred's computer brain had also designed wow. another suit for her to, to wear. hold up against the cold. Yeah. That these other guys, you know, I mean, again, that's another, like, fourth, you know, or third act action figure uh, move where it's like, we're going to need to sell some different toys in the other movies. We so. need another, another costume for Barbara. Yeah. Oh, good old Barbara. Barbara also does, I mean, because she is so, like, naive, like, it's me. It's Barbara. <laughs> like, you wouldn't think of her as kicking anyone's ass. No, I feel not like even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Did she take care? She, I guess the only reason why they really need her is because she needs to take care of uh, fighting Poison Ivy, right? Because I think she had to fight Poison Ivy just so a, a dude wasn't beating up a lady. Yes, exactly. And uh, by the way, when Poison Ivy is finally defeated, the line curses is uttered by Uma Thurman. That's the line she says. She says curses. curses. Because this is PG-13, guys. You can't say fucking these uh, movies. I, uh, I also love... Would it, would it be amazing if they just, w- in one line, were like, fuck. <laughs> it's PG-13, we get we one get fuck. One. We get one. And they really give it, like, fuck. <laughs> it's fucking gone. <laughs> um, Jesse best... Ventura's cameo was great, too. And right? the guy, oh, yeah, and the, guy, the other guy who he's, who he's a guard with is the other dude who ended up playing Conan on the TV show. Oh, oh really? I, I, his name is, like, Rolf. Crazy long last German name. Oh wow! I uh, I uh, I was gonna say one of my favorite again, Mister Freeze lines. It's another kind of pun, but not really. Is don't forget to winterize your pipes. <laughs> like that, that's like his like that, like that's so. Also, I enjoy the idea that Bane can't possibly get to reinforce steel after everything we've seen him do. <laughs> Oh, reinforced deal. Oh. <laughs> you know what was weird is like when he's not Bane or when he's like like the little wimpy version. Yeah. Like, I, were they playing like baby crying sounds? Like yeah. Those, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Also, that guy's supposed to be like a hardened serial killer. Yeah. Mass murderer. Yeah. Oh, man. They, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that guy was a mass killer. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. he had the, the body of Jeffrey Dahmer. I bet you that's what they yeah, were kind of yeah. going for. But uh, of course, it was Schumacher. Yeah, Schumacher really got in there. So what he does is he puts the the gay men in the in the tubs. Uh, acid. The, what about the? Uh, I was gonna say Mr. Freeze's car fires like thirty missiles and misses all, everything. Yeah, none of them hit. Also, if you watch back the big moment for Barbara when she jumps off of her motorcycle, there is no reason for her to do so. And then she lands on Robin's uh, wind powered surf car. <laughs> goes over ice oh, and then looks to her right and the motorcycle perfectly intact still moving she jumps back on it <laughs> was she just afraid that she was going to hit like, a crack in the ice I don't and... know I do also like that the first line of this movie is I want a car that is the first line of Batman and Robin and he goes chicks dig the car he's like you have your bat motorcycle, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, but but like that's the first line of a Batman movie. It does, I want a car. It does set the tone for this film pretty pretty I strongly. I mean, like they really are getting kids. Off. Don't you want a car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, there. Uh, that might as well be the first line of the commercial for the Batmobile toys. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, 
Turn on some fucking lights in this world. Every room is in complete darkness. There's not a single lit thing, and it's a disadvantage, I think, for everybody. Right. I think, uh, But yeah, the whole movie is just... It's dark. It's dark, but not like Tim Burton dark and right. interesting. It's just like, no, 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 we'll just have really low lights. Well, really. we'll let you bring up Tim Burton. I want to play What If for a second. All right. Okay, because this is, this is kind of the temperature of the times, and this is what they were. This is what Warner Brothers really wanted to do here. If this movie had been a success, mm. um, their plan would obviously have been to do another one. They signed right. Joel Schumacher to do another one. But there was another property that they were developing at that time with Tim Burton, which was the failed Nicolas Cage as that's Superman oh, uh, film. So, and, and I don't know if you've seen some of the work that uh, Steve Johnson and his special effects team have done online, but there's a bunch of costume tests of the suit, yeah. of the suit and, and you know, it's, it's really incredible just because it's, it's, it's so far away yeah. from you know, anything that we know about the character. It's, it's Tim Burton's interpretation of yeah. Superman and as played by Nicolas Cage. And there are pictures of Nick Cage with a gigantic mullet, which it's... Superman was wearing at that time yeah, in the comics. Yeah, he had long hair. Yeah, um, Just in the back. Uh, and, and so the, the mind wanders into the possibilities of there being a world's finest Nicolas Cage, George Clooney, Oh, that would have and been what that would have been like. That would have been amazing. Just Nicolas Cage and I mean, but maybe Clooney doesn't stick around. So who would be the next? Who would be the next guy in 1987? Casper Van Dien. Ah! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hot <laughs> off the Starship Troopers. Yeah. Get him in there. But yeah, I mean, and George Clooney. I like George Clooney. He's fine in this movie. It's but it's like, um, but man, George Clooney and Nicolas Cage together would have been. Oh. That would have been unbelievable. The world is robbed of yet another how did this get made? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the ultimate how did this get made? Yeah, it really would have been. I would have loved to have seen that. I mean, basically, if this movie was successful, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies would never exist because this yeah. killed the franchise. Hey, like it did. This was done. I mean, yep. and if it continued, it would, we would be in like it'd be like the, a bad James Bond series. It'd be like. Batman 12, and here's another lesser-known villain. I can't even... I don't even want to think about that. Ugh. It's so bad. And this is the this movie, too, I really... It's really very noticeable that Batman can't turn his neck. Like, he cannot turn oh, his yeah. neck. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very... He's making a lot of big moves here. Well, his, his neck is, is clearly... It looks what like a, a disadvantage. It looks like a guy in a neck brace. It's like, <laughs> it's just always looking up and never uh, being able to look at... My single favorite shot in the movie is when they're riding their vehicles across the tops of the city. Yep. Yes. And uh, the Batmobile jumps off and mm. freeze freezes it, and he ejects. And uh, and then he flies through the windshield of Freeze's vehicle. And then the next shot you see, it's a very quick shot, but it's the fucking weirdest shot in the whole movie because they don't do this. Like, so you, you see, the next shot you see is his cape. And then it kind of becomes unfolded and... Mr. Freeze is laying on the ground and Batman standing over him in a pose like holding up his arms and it's a really yeah. quick shot and it's almost like I got him. You know, it's like, yeah. It was the weirdest shot because I do remember it's, that. it's almost like I don't know it, was, it wasn't necessary but it was so weird. Did you guys notice when uh, uh, Poison Ivy's plant hangs Batman up? Like yes. the cape is oh, yeah. attached at the thighs? Like yeah. there's yeah. With string? <laughs> it's like really? <laughs> And also another great chance to get an ass shot in there. Yeah. Well, uh, a solid ass shot. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, 
And that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in. In on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the news? Well, you are not alone. Listen to Love It or Leave It, hosted by former Obama speechwriter and comedian John Lovett. As a former White House staffer, he is no stranger to political chaos. But don't worry, that doesn't mean he's keeping a cool head in today's chaos-filled news cycle. Far from it. It is the only show where you hear Golden Globe winner Greta Lee give award-worthy readings of listener mail and Kathy Griffin go off on all things MAGA. Hold tight to your sanity and listen to Love It or Leave It wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so, man, um, obviously we had some opinions about this movie, <laughs> uh, you know, and I would say that we, we didn't love it, but there are some people out there, some people who really, really liked it, no, and uh, I called together some <laughs> oh, five-star reviews from no. Amazon uh, oh, wow. for a second opinion. This is from Ryan. Honestly, if you like Batman movies action movies, or any kind of movie. I recommend this movie to you. <laughs> oh, Ryan. So that is a five-star review. Well, how old was Ryan? When we'll see. The, when you're a kid on Amazon, it says kid review, so he must be older. Um, there's you, can, two. you can cheat that. <laughs> um, this is the one that kind of got a little dark. Cheryl Kane Neal writes, No matter what the source of the crime, these heroes gave it their all in protection of human life. Even though these epics of action and adventure, they were best portrayed with dignity and comfort. 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 Wow. What is that? This woman really had a moment writing this. Wait, what was Gossip Gertie's real name again? <laughs> oh, I gotta go back. <laughs> um, okay, this is another, uh, another one. Um, Jeffrey writes, what's wrong with this movie? I don't care what you say. The film is good. Other than the directing and the plot being a little bit bad, but that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the directing is bad and the script is bad, but that's nothing. Forget about that. Um, and then the f and he finishes off his review by saying this. He reviews all the Batman movies. <laughs> Batman, bad. 
Batman Returns, <laughs> terrible. Batman Forever, bad. <laughs> Batman Begins, Christopher Nolan's, terrible. Batman and Robin, excellent. Five stars. What? <laughs> the only one that he liked. <laughs> and Batman, and just so oh, Batman Returns and Batman Begins, both terrible. Batman, at least, uh, is just bad. <laughs> oh, my wow, that's God. incredible. Nominated for 11 Razzies. Uh, uh, 11 Razzies on this movie. A big, a big, a big accomplishment. Uh, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you guys, uh, that popped out to you? Anything else that we... It's just, you know, it's, uh. it's really funny is the randomness that happens. It's, it's like there's no really cohesive, you know, storytelling message throughout the yeah. film because they just keep throwing weirder and weirder shit. This, this, you know, the Scooby-Doo special effects, sound effects. Yeah. You know. And it's added midway through, so it's yeah. like, I feel like people made changes. Like, even Uma Thurman, she's dressed all sexy the entire time, and then all of a sudden, like, in one scene, she's in, like, a full green yeah. jumper, and it's like, wait, wait, wait bring back the sexy yeah. Yeah. version yeah, yeah, of her. Like, she should be in that point. came out of the gorilla suit? Um, I couldn't make heads or tails out of Uma Thurman's character at all. Oh, I, I mean... Did- yeah. I didn't know what she was doing. I didn't know what her point was. She was truly like there were so many characters in this movie that it's just a mess. Well, I mean her. Char- I mean her character basically just wants to save the have the plants, plants yeah. come back. But she also is upset when Mister Freeze says he has a wife. He like she's been killing all the men, and then like Freeze is like I have to save my wife, and she's like Oh, you have a wife, huh? This Didn't is a mention one that woman show. Yeah, it's like, but, but <laughs> what do you want to do? By the way, great poison ivy. Impression. Anytime, anytime. Uh, that was a pretty good one. The uh, but what was very funny is when the epic the fight with Batgirl. She pulls out a two and a half inch tiny blade. It looks very dull and won't cut anything. And then they have her check her fucking makeup in while she's fighting. You know what? Chicks dig that stuff, man. Yeah, man. That's what ladies do. That's when how they ladies fight. fight. Have you ever been to the fucking Bronx? That's how they fight. Down Not there. only is this movie set back filmmaking, it's set back uh, vision of women and action movies. It's set back racial stereotypes. Everything oh. takes a giant setback. And it must have been crazy because you feel like George Clooney must have been like. Oh fuck! Did I blow it? Did I like? Should I have been staying on ER? Yeah, because this is this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the movie that he put it in. It's funny because you could find videos of him online going, "I killed the Batman franchise." Oh yeah, like, he yeah. talks he's, about he's, it. He's really open about he's aware like, of it, yeah. yeah he, I think he was in the like he got called to the president of Warner Brothers' office, and the guy's like. Doesn't even give him an option. He's like, you're the next Batman. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing that now. You know, so it's work is work, you know, I mean. He had, I mean, there is a there is a rough little moment there for him, I feel like. That was, I mean, because it's like, what happens next to George Clooney? But he obviously he came back and it did made, it. It made 60-something million its first yeah. weekend. And then its total domestic was like 103. Like Wait, the this Batman movie? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I, I thought was, it says here on WGA. Oh, I thought it was much smaller than that. Let's see. It says here, the oh yeah, you're right. Total gross, yeah. two hundred and thirty-seven. I mean, worldwide. It, it, that's worldwide. It paid for itself, but only just. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, it, it's it's it made everybody reevaluate what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> Pretty much, people say this is the worst superhero made movie made of all time, and I totally uh, agree. There's a lot there's of like, this terrible is bad ones. Yeah, uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. Catwoman's awful. We've talked about it. Uh, but Roger Corman, Fantastic uh, Four. Oh, that's in med- uh, Howard the Duck. Uh, <laughs> another, another. I could throw Marvel under the bus a little bit. Another uh, one there. I mean, they deserve that for those two. Do you want to hear the first and third choice for Mister Freeze? Yeah. You want to? Well, first of all, wait. Uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, not the first choice to play Mr. Freeze. Who do you think the first choice to play Mr. Freeze was? I'm, I'm going to say Kevin Costner. Go Tom Hanks. 
Jason? I'm guessing Robin Williams. Anthony Hopkins. Oh! <laughs> Anthony Hopkins said no. Ooh. So you could do Joe Black? And that would have been amazing. That I really want to see that now. Third choice, Hulk Hogan. No. What? Yes. No. I, I, I cannot see Hulk Hogan turning down well, that kind of Well, at the time, work. it was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He never would have turned it down. Oh, yeah, my exactly. gosh. Wow, that I cannot believe Anthony Hopkins though would have been amazing. The tiny little Iceman or Mr. Freeze. (laughs) That would be great. That whole movie, because just the script probably would not have changed in him running around in that costume. (laughs) All the puns, like to go from Hannibal Lecter (laughs) to fucking Captain Freeze pun. And now we'd have. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, no doubt, as Odin in the Thor movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, it is. What a mess. This me- movie is great. You have to see it. Yeah, it's a great uh, movie. You have to see it. It is hard to find. Um, I found it on Amazon for very cheap. Uh, you can buy them used and stuff there, but I recommend seeing it. Uh, you have to at all costs. You would recommend seeing it, right? Oh, I mean, just try it. See if you can get through it. I would absolutely recommend if you're with a bunch of buddies and oh, you yeah. want to have a laugh. Um, just, just to, it's, it's, it's people spent a lot of time and energy making this thing. Yeah, 125 million dollars yeah. went into this movie. Yeah. Now, wait, now you said there was something a callback in the animated series. Right? Yeah, I just thought this was so cool. There was an episode of Batman the animated series. Uh, it was kind of later on where it was centered the. Episode centered around these three little boys, and none of them have actually seen the Batman. They live in Gotham. They heard about the legend, and each little boy tells their own version of what they think the Batman really is. And the first one tells this story about, "Oh, my uncle saw him one night at a he was a he was a museum uh, security guard." And they and the story that he tells is animated in the style of the opening of the old live action TV show where it's, it really looks like that animated style. Then the next kid has a, has a style where, where he's telling a story where it's basically the Dark Knight Returns. And then before the third kid can tell his story, this one kid named Joel shows, shows up and he's got a boa wrapped around his neck. And his, he's, he's coming out of his dad's store and his dad's a shoemaker. And he's like, I see the Batman as having like nipples and like you see his butt all the time. And they're like, come on, Joel. He doesn't do that. It's completely inaccurate. So like even like the people who create the canon for Batman were like, dude, this was horrible. Well, I mean, I think it breaks the general rule of Batman. Batman is like a social gadfly in this. Not Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Batman. Like Batman is invited to events. Yeah, Batman. Goes to events. He like hangs out for photo ops. It's like, Batman. There might as well be a scene where he's like a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> if it was made now, he would totally be like DJing every Friday at the Hard Rock uh, Ditch Fridays. He'd be there all the time. Uh, I, I will tell. I will tell you and remind you that in Batman Returns, uh, Batman did scratch a CD. Um, I don't know if you remember that part. It was. Oh, it was. Lord. It was. Uh, the what? he he had re- he recorded the uh, villain's monologue, so he could out the uh, the penguin as being a bad guy, not right. really the real mayor. And as he's playing it, like there's it's it's like a bat CD player with a bat logo on the <laughs> CD from the bat cave, and he's playing it. He's like, this town's gonna rot. This town's gonna. Fuck it. Rot and it's like uh, Michael Keaton's there, like scratching the CD. So it already happened. Oh uh, man, I love it. I love it. Uh, I love it. And it, it makes and, and I think I've just gotten so brainwashed of to the Chris Nolan version of Batman that the, it's so shocking that this was a successful franchise. I just oh can't imagine being George Clooney and watching that movie at the premiere. 
and just thinking everyone oh yeah everyone even El McPherson like why, why did I do this this is bad for my career uh, <laughs> my one line I should never have done it um, even uh, Chris O'Donnell I read this article where he said that that whenever he would complain about the script Joel Schumacher would go shut up it's a comic <laughs> uh, so he oh would just uh, yeah it was ridiculous um, well Go check out this movie. Do whatever you can. Thank you very much to all of our guests. Uh, Matt, Jesse, thank you so much. Uh, uh, would you guys have done anything to plug? Anything you want to? Uh, tune in to Attack of the Show. It's 7 o'clock weekdays on G4. And listen to the Nerdist podcast if you don't already. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at jscott with one T Falcon. Ooh. And uh, go buy some great Marvel products, guys. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it. Uh, I uh, NTSF SDSUV, the show I do on Adult Swim, is coming back this week, August 9th, 12-15, following Children's Hospital. Check that out. Uh, June is in it. I'm in it. Bunch of great people are in it. You'll like it, I think. It's second season. It's good. Uh, and Jason, uh, what do you got? Nothing really, guys. All right. no, I got really nothing to plug. All right, I feel really feel really bad about it. Hey, you know what? It's cool. It's, it's hey, don't 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 worry about it, man. It's no. We all, I'm kind sometimes of, I'm we hit those things. out. Yeah. I should have thought of something to plug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we have our T-shirts. They're amazing. The Crank Two T-shirts. But the most important announcement today is that today's episode is made possible by one of our donors. That's right, Tyrone Carapita. I hope I am pronouncing that right. Thank you so much for donating $100 to How Did This Get Made. You are a true American hero. No, we really appreciate that. That is incredibly, incredibly kind of you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody here at Earwolf, Dave, Steffi, for pulling these clips for us every single week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. How did this get made?